Hey guys, welcome to the Raw Podcast by Juno Experiences. Alright, so hey guys, what's up? This is Charles. Say Charles. Ha! Yes, my name is Charles, but you know me as Chuck. Yeah. Welcome back to Raw. Yeah, welcome back to Raw. And again, we're back with our monthly series on marriage and ministry. And again, I have the fabulous Beans with me again hey, as my host. Hey. Um, hey, so we Chuck, are Charles. Charles. Charles, Charles, no, it's just Chuck today. <laughs> <laughs> so today's topic we are going to talk about is receive freely. And so the question is, how do we receive a prophetic word or direction from God to our spouse when we may be angry, annoyed, or frustrated with them. Now, I can start off this conversation a bit today because um, I can't speak on a single perspective, especially coming from a house that is prophetic and they may have done something humanly to frustrate you or annoy you in that moment. And so, one of the things I can say how you can receive from them is being honest with yourself to say that you still honor them as the man among the God with ears, who they are, because you cannot forget that they are still human, but you yeah. have to remember that God has placed them in your life for that particular reason. Do not miss out on your blessing because you want to be in your in, in your emotions right. in that moment because you don't like what they just did to you a few a few moments ago mm-hmm. and now here's God coming in with a prophetic word from that, that same person just so you begin until they begin to, to speak to you again and again one of the things as I speak about it <laughs> one of the things that actually come into mind was David and Saul yeah Saul tried to kill David many times but David still effortlessly served him regardless the point he still tried to kill him but he still listened and honored him and did not even try to to, to go against his leader and in a time and i can even relate that towards a relationship like whereas there are things you know a person they may do frustrate you they may annoy you but you know their hearts towards you is still pure they still care about yeah, you they still good. love you yeah i think that's the key mm-hmm. the purity of heart yes mm-hmm. um we have to weigh the prophetic word. Mm. You know, Paul said, let the, the, the others judge. Yeah. So there is a place to judge a prophetic word. Mm-hmm. And so what you have to do now is sit down and say, is this, depends on the situation, is this person in their emotion? Right. Is this prophetic word coming from a place of impurity mm-hmm. due to the emotional state, due to their, to their motives? Um, is this place coming, am I receiving this this prophetic word mm-hmm. in a place of purity. Am I receiving it mm-hmm. in a place where my emotions have clouded it? You know, so you have to look at it on both sides. Mm-hmm. The, the person giving the word and me receiving the word. Okay. Also, too, um, from a biblical standpoint, even in our emotions, you have to like look at um what the with the lady name? Um with Samuel, Samuel's mommy. Um Hannah. Hannah yeah. With Eli. Yeah. Eli was a prophet. I mean, we're pretty soon, God was, you know, getting angry at because of his sons. Mm-hmm. And and he totally missed what was um, Hannah's emotional problem. Mm-hmm. Hannah was highly emotional in a, in a vulnerable state. And he said, you know, this old drunken woman, he basically insulted her. 
But she had to brush past the insult mm -hmm. and see him as the man of God and say, no man of God, uh, um, not so. I'm just distressed because, you know, I can't have a child. Mm -hmm. And even in his state, he missed why she was in distress. Mm -hmm. But he was there to hit prophetically mm -hmm. and say, by this time next year. So that's why you have to be careful even when you have a disagreement mm -hmm. with a man or a woman of God. And when I say man or woman of God, I'm not just limited to a pastor, elder, bishop, deacon. Right. But anyone in the body of Christ, you know, who's functioning in the prophetic role, you, you know, because we have to now remember that we are all able to function in a prophetic role because we can tap into the Holy Spirit. Right. And Holy Spirit is the one that gives gifts and gives the prophetic word. Um, not our titles. It's the Holy Spirit. So... Anyway, that's a whole other thing. <laughs> so, you have to be able to receive and to know where's this word coming from and how am I receiving this? So, and and just like um, for a New Testament example, look at Peter. Yeah. When Peter gave the prophetic word and, uh -huh. and, and the true revelation and saying that you are thou what the, the Messiah, yeah. the, the, the Son of God, and then five minutes later, he was back in his flesh. Yeah. And Jesus had to rebuke him. Yes, so you have to discern the prophetic word. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes emotions, ambition, our own agendas get in the way. So you have to know. But you have to know that God is able to speak even in high emotions. Mm. True. Um, I, I think for me is knowing you know your spouse. Right. Like, I, I, we had a, I'll use this for an example. When we first got married, one of the very first services while we were leading youth ministry, we were assistants at the time, but we was in charge of the service. Mm -hmm. And I was just doing what I normally do. And he was making some hand movement and asking for something. And I was like, huh? This and, is during all the call, by the way. Right. It was all the call. And I didn't know what in the world he was he wanted. Right. So he was getting frustrated with me because his his figuring in his mind you're supposed to get what it is that I wanted what I want yeah. now prior to him and I being married he had two friends who would have normally worked with him ministry wise and he's preaching they go out and they knew each other I, even now to this day if Brian does something and Lyndon Seymour is present Lyndon picks Brian right up with no problem they, but they worked together so many years doing yeah. that. They got each other like naturally, and they have a natural connection. That's a spiritual connection. The Lord did that. Yeah. So because he figured that they functioned that way, and we figured, well, we didn't marry, you're supposed to get it. Mm -hmm. And I was like, no, my brain, I don't get it. Yeah. I we had to put the time in with prayer. Because right. that, 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 those, that relationship was formed with prayer. Correct. Yeah. So dad had us at a little spot and I was like, I know, I know about all of this, what you got going on. So I was in my feelings for two seconds and the Holy Spirit told me, like, no, you, you, you got to come up and out of that. Mm -hmm. Because at this moment, these children need you. Yeah. And they ain't about what you feel and how you feel, yeah, yeah, or whatever the case, you all deal with that later. Yeah. So I, I didn't even know I offended him. All right. Right. He, he just know he need to stay now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you do what I need you to do. myself up and out but it was a conversation that we had after the fact mm -hmm. so after the fact I'm able to say babe I didn't get what you was talking about so when he said and I was like what I still was lost I, I don't get that 
But it took time, and like he said, you know, it took time for us, you know, building and growing and growing through prayer and growing through functioning and knowing each other movements, knowing what's happening, knowing each other's sensitivities in the spirit. Like I could look at him when we have in the service of different things, and I know when he needs the mic and the Holy Spirit speaking to him, he has something to say, or when he like, you know, you handle it, you run with it. Like we we get each other to that point now. And, and to avoid that confusion too, I mean to avoid confusion even mm-hmm. in ministry. Um, sometimes if you know that you've, you've offended your spouse, mm-hmm. deal with it. Yeah. Uh, deal with it. The Bible all the says time. all the time. But yeah. I, I'm just saying, you know, because sometimes there's there's not enough time. True. When you know when the offense takes place. Right. But if there there's that space there, Jesus said, leave your gift at the altar. Mm-hmm. Yes. And when he says your gift. He meant your sacrifice. He meant your your money. But we can take that into the context of your spiritual gift. Mm-hmm. Yes. Leave your gift at the altar and take care of what is here first. Right. Because ministry means to be a servant of, to minister to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I can't minister to you if you are an offense. Mm-hmm. So my, my concern first is our relationship mm-hmm. and to make sure that I'm able to, to, to serve you without there being offense in between. Okay, so I have a question. One of the things, and one of the things that popped off to me was, we we are talking about how do we receive, right, and stuff. But I uh, now my question is, how do we deal with the fact of the prophetic word actually coming from an emotional place from the person who's actually giving us the prophetic word and asking whether we our uh, spouse per se, mm-hmm. meaning as in they know they offended us in that moment and they want to kind of smooth it off with something which. Mm. It may be coming from it may be coming from God, but we know that you speaking from this particular, particular place because of the moment. But mm. how about how do you receive from that particular place when you know you speaking from the heart of that moment and you're not sure if it's God because you know it's like you, the, you, it's too much on point of what is happening in the moment. Mm. Yeah. So then that's why you hold it to the mirror of the word. Yeah. You hold it up to is the, to to make sure is this what Christ would say at this moment. Because mm. the spirit of pro- the, the 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 spirit of prophecy is Jesus Christ. Right. So would Christ say this at this moment? Yeah. Mm. You know, um, would um, Christ tell people might not be here at this moment? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But also too, you gotta make sure you gotta make sure that even in their ignorance, that they're not giving you a word out of their emotion and not out of their soul, but out of this connection with the spirit of God. All right, that's good. I like how you say, uh, how you say in the late, how it would Christ say this in this moment. But now that you said, you use Christ. So, uh, but some person would be like, but Christ did this in the temple. Christ did this at a particular time. Uh-huh. Christ, where Christ was aggressive at a particular time. So the question is, what if the word isn't really so much in the receiving part, but it's in that moment, but how can he, how can that spouse particularly give that word in that moment? As you said, Christ, if Christ did, I mean, looking at okay, let's look at all Christ's life. He did this in the temple. He did this. He said this to Peter, right after. Again, we just we just alluded to Peter. He was the one who who, who was revealed, um, who um, who got the revelation of what who Christ was. Mm-hmm. But then again, you say a few minutes, a few minutes later, Jesus rebuked him because he gone back to the flesh and said, "Get they get me behind me, Satan." And so, and it was not really so much speaking about him as a person, but it was speaking to the, the spirit he was operating in. So, so how do we, how do we um, deal with that? Like, because 
if the person is, if that spouse is thinking about, I'm speaking on uh, like Christ, speaking from how mm-hmm. are you really operating Christ like mm-hmm. in that moment versus like what is the place in which you're speaking this from? Yeah. Is this really from love? Because mm-hmm. God, um, Jesus rebuked Peter in love, mm-hmm. not out of spite, mm-hmm. not, in, not in the moment. Mm-hmm. Are you going to give me this prophetic word in love or are you going to give me this word in, in the heat of a moment? Trying to make it seem like God is more on your side when, when, when and all honesty, there's not really so much of God as much as is your emotion. Mm-hmm. And by it, that's it right there. Um, God is love, so even if we we have to do everything in love, mm-hmm. and not just in love, but Christ, when Jesus spoke to Peter, he didn't speak in a denigrating way to Peter. He spoke to the spirit behind it. Mm-hmm. He, and he not just spoke to the spirit behind me. He said, why? We, we quote the get thee behind me, Satan. Mm-hmm. But we never quote the rest of it. He said, because you are more mindful of the affairs of men more than the affairs of God. And Peter knew the reason why he said he didn't want Jesus to die, um, go to, to Jerusalem, be crucified, mm-hmm. because he wanted to reign with him as a king. Mm-hmm. In that particular political moment, right? So he knew in his heart that his that his political ambitions was getting in the way of the will of God. So he spoke to why Christ. Every prophetic word is always to bring reconciliation. Yeah. No matter how, if it's a rebuke, mm-hmm. it's always to bring reconciliation. That's why we are ministers of reconciliation. Yes. And 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 also too, when he whipped them and and you know the temple, he said. Because my house is a house of prayer. Why were they doing, why did he whip them? Because they were blocking the access and entrance mm-hmm. for people to come into mm-hmm. the house of God. Mm-hmm. It was always to bring bring people to a place of reconciliation with God. Okay, I have another question. So this question is coming from, <laughs> this is really, this is, yeah, this, this hit me for some reason. But the next question I have is, what if you've already given a word from that particular, that particular space? The other spouse already knows now that this was more of an emotional word, not really so much of God. But that's the paradox of it. Because you now you this person they get in the heat of the moment, I'm acting Christ-like, but you give that word inaccurately. And now you the spouse who is technically also agitated in that moment, how can you be the one to correct the whole situation? Because that that is more of a paradox in itself, because we're human. And you give that word in particular space thinking that you were correct, but in all actuality, you actually missed. Sometimes you may not be the one to bring the correction to it. Mm. You may need a third party. Mm. But but in that space when God is when you know there's nobody else and you have to bring you have to now bring with the clarity of knowing that it's about reconciliation. Mm-hmm. It's about the relationship of God and man together. Right. And and you it, it, through that lens you have to come back at them in love. Right. If they missed, then you have to now be the one to to, to be bigger and come back in love and say you know X Y Z X Y Z you know and you have to have your your your, your tongue seasoned with grace your speech seasoned with grace grace covers grace says you know look here you may have been wrong but mm-hmm. so. Even in the prophetic, when we deal with it prophetically, yeah. we now have to come with the mindset of reconciliation. Mm-hmm. And the person now has received that mm-hmm. with humility because we all are wrong sometimes prophetically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sometimes yes. we miss prophetically. Even mm-hmm. you go back to the Bible and the prophets of prophets were wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We know in part, we prophesy in part. That's thing right there. 
So, so, so basically, the 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 way how we receive freely in those moments and heated arguments with our spouse and stuff is the bare mind of the, the staple of it all is the ministry of reconciliation and the place that it comes from. Mm-hmm. Yep. So we have to keep that. So we have to keep that in, in, in mind as we as we speak to our spouse and even in those moments. So I like and I like how you're using reconciliation because even in even in those moments, like what if the person is incorrect? What if in those moments I cannot receive? And I feel the challenge, even like if you are a listener, um, whereas you may have been talking with your spouse and y'all may have recently even had an argument. Um, and Connor is like to have into mind the reconciliation part to not let it go yeah. to not yeah. give yeah. up in that moment yeah and to like even like again we're all human mm-hmm. and you have to remember that we are all human even those who aren't even even in marriage like what about you who are in leadership mm-hmm. what about you who is single in, in, in a relationship in that moment may not be the right time mm-hmm. but with reconciliation anytime it is the right time and once you let like you said season with grace season with wisdom and again we have holy spirit and yep. so if he's really working within you jesus if he really working <laughs> within you get <laughs> boy yeah <laughs> but if he's really working within you he's going to direct you He's going, to, and that is going to be the stable of the, the the language and the love that is oozed out of the the, the, the tongue that which you're speaking yeah. this person in. Yeah, yeah. Who? Jesus. I I know for a fact from me personally, the words that he speak over me are the words that have the greatest weight. Mm. And there are times when there's some stuff that I really didn't want to hear. Mm-hmm. Like there are some things that he spoke up. He spoke over and into my existence even before we got married. Mm-hmm. And it was some of the stuff I did more here. I feel in that I into that. But he, he continued to speak. And walking about that? Yeah. He continued to speak. With without hesitation, without resistance, despite how I felt about it, mm-hmm. despite what my first my personal emotional was feeling considering it, mm-hmm. he continued to speak. Wow. Um and he spoke the mind and will of the Lord. No matter, and, and he was not moved by by what I felt or what I said. That's good. So now, there are certain times and there are certain things that I look to him to speak. Mm-hmm. Like I look to him. What do you say? What do you sense? What is Holy Spirit saying to you concerning this? And also, sometimes out of the blue, he just he just speaks. Yeah. And he speaks in can right to an ear into a spot that I need the most. Yes. So I I personally believe that our spouse is supposed to be our greatest, our first prophet. Mm-hmm. If I can't speak into him before somebody else comes and speak into him, that's a big problem because I'm his first intercessor. Right. When nobody else praying for him, I should be the one praying for him. And the same thing applies to speaking the word of the Lord. And a broad prophetic word is the mind and will of the Lord. Yes. And where we get it from out of his scripture, his word. We just bring the word back. So I just pull the word back concerning whatever it is the Lord has said to him in the word. Mm -hmm. And I put that back on him. Yes. And see, even even now, as you was talking about that, I was reminded of David and his men where they was, I can't remember where they was, but their camp had just been raided. Ziklag. Ziklag. Ziklag, yeah. Mm-hmm. Their camp had just been raided. Their children, their possessions, everything was gone, mm-hmm. and David men wanted to kill him. Right. <laughs> like, sir, you let, like, come on, leave us wide open. But David didn't even utter a word. Mm-hmm. David just went away and seek the Lord mm-hmm. and see what he was saying. 
Jesus, that's whole that's a natural word in that. Because it's like even even as you as a spouse in the point of correction, don't be so anxious to correct. Seek first. Yeah. Seek your answer first before you even say anything in that moment. That's really good. Oh, wow. I still serve for some reason. I don't know why I stir, but anyway. You're talking about a prophetic. That that does that too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we we are so often um so often with the prophetic, it's been where we either go from one extreme to the next, yeah. where we cannot speak to somebody, uh, speak to somebody's issues and, and bring correction because we so, you know, I don't want to offend, I don't want to hurt. Mm-hmm. But when a surgeon has to cut, there has to be a cutting mm-hmm. for, for, for there to be a healing. Be healing yeah. Yeah. But no surgeon cuts without healing in mind. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we are so, we want to be so sharp and so laser focused mm-hmm. and we forget that there's healing that has to be done. Mm-hmm. So the same word that cuts it open mm-hmm. has to now go inside and bring about a healing mm-hmm. and bring about a reshaping. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, so the, the word of God is just so, so powerful that it can, it can cut, cut but it can heal at the same time. Yeah. So we as the surgeons that, that God has allowed to wield his word have to be mindful that we have to do it right or else we face malpractice. Mm-hmm. And speaking about being surgeons, let me say this as to spouses, husbands and wives, mm-hmm. know that your greatest tool is your mouth. You yeah. cut and you heal with that. So don't go cutting, cutting, slicing, slicing mm-hmm. and don't expect that blood could come out. If you yeah. keep cutting, all that end up happening is blood, blood, blood. You're supposed to, if you cut because of, I recognize something, you got to come behind and you got to heal. Mm, yeah. You got to use it. You got to use them out both ways. That's good. Yeah. That, that's really good. And, and it's funny that you keep saying cut and cut and cut. And, and, and I'm literally drawing, drawing out this analogy, even as it's seen to couples with um, trauma where maybe you're not sure in that particular in that particular space, but there is a thing in in, 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 in in when it comes to surgery sometimes where there's sometimes when you may cut open too much that there may be a little bit of scar tissue. Yeah. And doctor has to go right back in and remove that scar tissue so you can heal back properly. Yeah. And so again, allow yeah. Allow your spouse to come right back in sometimes and sometimes it may still be messy and sometimes it may not even make sense in that moment but still allow your spouse to come back in and to remove a little bit more of the scar tissue even though he may have been the one that inflicted the scar mm-hmm. yeah we, can, we have to allow people uh, especially our spouse if mm-hmm. our spouse has hurt us allow the spouse a place to heal to, mm-hmm. to be a healing as well yeah yeah that's really good but <laughs> that ends our conversation <laughs> there was, that was that was something um, that was really something. Yeah, that was good. But I thank you guys for tuning in to the raw. Um, listen out for next week because our next is only going to get harder. It's only going to get better at each conversation. And so our next conversation, which is going to be heated, is going to be bodies for days. Wait, did I sign up for that? Right. <laughs> but it's really dealing with just your partner's sexual past. So again, guys, tune in next week. I'll be wrong.